Blog Talk Radio. Live from Pompano Beach, Florida. All right, guys, I want to welcome everyone to episode 55 of the Kayak Fishing Raw podcast. Mm. Uh, this is big, Fred. Yeah. Episode 50, man. I mean, we've been doing this for a while. And um, shout out to Jay. I, I started with Jay when we uh, about a year ago. And now we got Freddie on board, and it's been awesome. I mean, we got this awesome studio. We actually, we've been, what, moving for back and forth for couple hours already today. i know so this is like our first time in this spot and we're so this is, we're gonna do it from now on right um it's a little bit it's a lot bigger it's a little cooler in here right you don't have to like turn all the air conditioners off and all that stuff so a little bit better yeah um and we got our awesome guest today uh coming in studio captain john from yeah. sundance marine one of our uh, official help boat sponsor and uh, he actually rescued someone during the tournament john Good to yes. see you, bud. It's a pleasure being here, guys. All right. Thanks sir. for coming on, man. So we, we, what you guys don't know is that we made him wait like an hour because we <laughs> haven't – no, we, this is our first time in the spot. So like – Right. You know, I, I left a bunch of stuff at my other place. And, that's a good point, though. That's, and that's it, very true. A yeah. day hanging out with us is better than a day hanging out yeah. with boat sellers. Hey, well, we got a lot to talk about today. I can't wait for this episode. So I have, I have a surprise <laughs> for people uh, towards the end of the episode. And uh, I haven't really told Fred or John uh, who's going to call in, but I've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. And I am super yeah. excited. John, are you excited? Yeah. I, I've got some questions. All right, cool. I think we all have a lot of questions for that guest calling in. Uh, but before that, let's talk to John and, and talk about first, I mean, uh, what was – it was your first tournament doing yeah. the SummerSlam. What was the experience like? So I've – seen the tournaments before um this is the first one that i've actually been a part of as far as you know stream kayak fishing and right like that. it was a lot more of an experience than you know someone would think they are yeah you know, it's a full-on tournament it's not just a few guys getting together and kind of shooting the shit and bullshitting. Right. it's a full-on tournament there's people catching fish there's yeah legit. what i tell people it's funny because in the beginning, especially when we started getting sponsors and excuse me, when we were, uh, you know, trying to build this event, it was hard for me to explain to people like this is a legitimate fishing tournament. This right. is this isn't, you know, don't think of this as a uh, kayak tournament. It's seriously like a, a big time fishing tournament. So like when the sponsors do come to the beach and they see you know, what we put on and the big crowd and the big checks and the hot women and the big stage and the big fish. I mean, they, they, they're floored. They, I've had three sponsors at the last event and it was their first times coming. And, uh, like uh, bonafide kayaks, they came there and they were said the same thing. He's like, I am just shocked. I, I did yeah. not expect, you know, what I've seen today. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And you know, the, and those guys have been to, pretty much the, some of the bigger kayak like the kayak bass fishing exactly is a bigger i don't think the event itself there's more competitors there's more money on the line but the the event isn't as big of a deal i don't think you right know, i haven't been to it i've seen the photos i mean the awards you know when they're issuing the awards it's like a couple of dudes sitting in front of a room full of guys right, it's right. Not, there's there's nothing that compares you know and that when we've seen like john you've been to hundreds of boat tournaments like th- right there's no way to tell like once the kayak land on the beach, right? It's, you don't know the difference. It turns into a show. Yeah. yeah, it's everything you would expect out of a tournament. Period. It is not a kayak tournament at that point. It is a fishing tournament. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. And now, so now, being the help boat sponsor, being on the water, 
Uh, maybe you can explain to these guys, you know, what's it like for a captain like you, you know, being on the water and, you know, getting these calls, you actually had to rescue somebody. Yes. Yeah, so and what was that like? It was interesting. So, um, you know, it was first it was extremely cool being able to see everyone fishing their own style of fishing. Right. Just because, you know, they're in their own little kayak and, you know, they've got just as good a setup as any sport fish out there. Yeah. And, you know, they're catching 40, 50 pound kingfish, wahoo, anything that you can catch anywhere else. You're they're sitting there catching it on a 12 foot kayak. Right. I mean, yeah. Come on. You'll pass a guy who's, you know, like me, I take three rods and it's pretty plain. I paddle. Then you'll pass a guy with, you know, six rods, 12 six foot, rods. 12 foot outriggers. Yep. Yeah. And like, he's trolling baits. Yep. It's, it's crazy. And then you have a guy with, you know, um, a downrigger and then you have a guy flying a kite. Like it's, yeah. I mean, there's so many, each boat, maybe it, it could be a hundred boats. Each kayak has their own method of fishing. Well, that's what's cool too. Like in the morning when we do the morning shoot off, I don't know if you saw that, if you were out there for that or were you, okay, you were, and you could see literally like a line of over a hundred kayaks. And what's really cool is like when you're there and you're walking amongst them, each kayak is different. They all like mm-hmm. accessorize in a different way. So it's, yeah. it's just really cool to see like how every single kayak is actually like a piece of that angler's personality per se. Yeah. It's not like NASCAR where like every car is the same. They just try to figure out how to right. finagle the rules a, a, a little bit or it, it's like, Whatever you can do on a kayak, like as long as you don't have a motor, yeah. you're good. You, you, yeah. you can have whatever you want. That kayak is an extension of them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Really cool. So when you're out there, you got the call. Like, mm-hmm. what happened? What went down? So we pretty much got a call that a kayaker was taking on water. By the time we got there, it was a little more than taking on water. About half the kayak was underwater. Um, so myself, as well as Captain Keith Anderson, with the other chase boat. Um, Shout out to them, by the way. Yeah, the, all sure. you guys, guys were phenomenal as a team out there. Great guys. Um, but, you know, just help the guy out the best we could, get him on the boat, get him to safety. Right. Save as much of his gear as we could. Um, end up tying up his kayak to the other chase boat. It was a little bit bigger um, and just dragged him in. He was extremely lucky. He wasn't actually part of the tournament. Exactly. Just, that kind of was yeah, that crazy. Was blind luck that uh, we happened to be in the area. But it just goes to show that yeah, you know, it's it an is luck, actually. Dangerous. I never even thought about like how yeah. lucky the dude happened to be. He's oh, yeah. he was sinking on a tournament day. Yeah, and he just one of the other guys in the tournament called it in for him, and you know that just goes to show the camaraderie between right. You know all the guys that are out there, they're there to help each other. But yeah. At the same time, safety is a huge issue, and that guy didn't end up having a uh, CB radio or VHF, <sighs> nothing. And you see, that's, that's the problem is, you know, actually. I didn't even think about that. I knew the guy wasn't part of the tournament, but, like, what if he was thinking on a non-tournament day? Right. Well, He's out there on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, he's oh, just going to sing. What's great of, about having John here now is we had a conversation, the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And it, it's great now to have him here to enter this discussion and talk about the safety and what he needs to help these people oh, for sure. that are out there. And, you know, like. What's it like for you when you were out there? Did you have a hard time? Now, this was a flat day. Right. Did you have a hard time seeing these guys? How was that? So, I believe well, a couple of years ago, you guys probably had the tournament in the same area when I was running um, charter fishing trips. Okay. Now, it was much rougher conditions. It was probably four to five. Yeah. When it's that rough, it's extremely difficult, even for bigger center consoles, unless you're up on a flybridge or something. Right. It's 
<laughs> very difficult to see kayakers just because, you know, you're maybe three feet over the water. When a four-foot wave comes, you're completely gone to another boat. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just making sure that you have some sort of a flag, something on those rougher days so that bigger vessels can see you is exponentially important. Yeah. Uh, making sure that you have a VHF on the boat in case something happens, you know, it helps us as a chase boat. Actually, sure. make sure that you check that those items are working in the morning. Right. Because we did have a few instances where people were breaking up later in the day. We couldn't really understand what they were saying. Right. And it just makes it a lot easier to come find you just in case anything did happen, as well as, you know, you want us to come take pictures of those fish that you catch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the only way we're going to be able to do that is we can find out where you are. Right. Yeah. So um, a lot of guys, what happened is they never fished a tournament before, so they don't even have a VHF radio. Right. So what they'll do is they'll go find the cheapest waterproof one. Yeah, or yeah, I mean, oh. some guys bought walkie-talkies and didn't realize they're walkie-talkies. Just thought they were getting two VHF radios for fifty bucks or whatever, so they didn't have, they, they didn't work. They could talk to each other, but not to the rest rest of the field. But guys, don't go out and buy the cheapest radio because it's gonna get wet for it's sure. Your lifeline out there. It's gonna get wet. Like it doesn't matter what you try to do to keep it dry, unless you buy one of those radio-specific sort of like pouches, which I had for a long time. But it's going to get wet, and when it gets wet, it's done. It doesn't matter if you've been out there five minutes or five hours. Like At some point, you're going to need it. Don't skimp on your radio. So if it's your first tournament next this SummerSlam too, you know, if you're, if you're not spending 60, 70 bucks on a radio, you're probably not getting one that's going to work. Yeah. Don't skip out on something that is going to potentially save your life. For yeah. sure. Not only that, those uh, the radios that I love and that I recommend to a lot of the out-of-towners that come here is the uh, the West Marine radio. Those I, I, my, Mine was... Like I left it on and it didn't even go dead for like two weeks. Yeah, it was relatively insane. inexpensive and right, like hundred bucks. Yeah, and buy the and buy the warranty because if, right. if water does get into it, you can just take it right back and they'll just give you a new one. Yeah, they're not going to even ask you. So yeah, it's for no sure worth the extra warranty. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so back to that guy when you were out there. So it took two boats, didn't it? Two, yeah, it I would, saw the pictures. Yeah, but. yeah, it would have definitely taken two boats regardless. There's, he just had so much gear in the water and the way that his kayak was set up. It was a little bit bigger of a kayak. He had an engine on it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it was like a, a PA. With, oh, I didn't even know yeah. he had an engine. It was a PA oh, yeah. with an engine. Yeah. yeah, he had an engine on it. He uh, got himself into a, quite a pickle. If there wouldn't have been another kayaker out there to at least call us over, he was out at least a mile. Jeez, this guy got lucky. Yeah. He would have just been swimming. Like, there's yeah, no he, doubt about it. Like, he yeah. would have just been swimming. Now, was he talking? Like, no, what he, was, was... he was completely in shock. Okay. Um, so, we got him on the boat. He really didn't say much. Um, I put him on Keith's boat, got him a blanket so and everything. He was, yeah, he was, you could tell he was visibly shaken. And, right. You know, I'm sure he got a little calmer and was able to explain things a bit better once he got on the land. Yeah. But yeah, he was visibly shaken. We did the best we could to kind of salvage what gear we could. Yeah. Just make sure. Did he lose he okay. a lot of stuff or? He didn't lose anything um, super important. Maybe a few lures, stuff like that. Everything, okay. Things that can be replaced. It's your life, man. That's that's the most important. And, you know, for all these guys out there that, you know, want to do their own uh, offshore kayak tournament, and I know there's a lot of them now. They're pretty much everywhere. So this is what's really important. Uh, my advice to you is get a sponsor like Sundance Marine, even though they're with us, <laughs> and, um, and get some kind of help out because it is essential when doing these type of tournaments. I mean, it is so important. We rescue people in probably every single tournament we've put on. For sure, every one. Every single one. So when you got that many guys on the water and that many guys fishing, and, you know, as most of you know, that fish are event, 
you know, we go if it's two to four, we go if it's three to five sometimes. So, you know, having those boats is so important, so essential. And, um, you know, if, if you're going to put on an event and you don't have that and you want to go cheap and not do the permits and not do the liability and not do all that stuff, if somebody gets hurt, guess what? Extreme's the one that's going to be on the front page of the paper because we have the name. We've been here forever, and it's going to ruin the sport for everybody. So do it right. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, you being out there, how important was it to have multiple boats? It was exponentially important just for the simple fact that we had so many kayakers in the water from, you know, Pompano to we had guys right. almost up to Deerfield Beach. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to Boca. Yeah. I and, for sure, I've gotten out of radio yeah, and, like I had to use my phone. Oh my god! And, you know, throughout the day we were talking with some of the photographers and stuff, and there have been guys that go up to Boca. So having two boats out there, you know, one oh, boat can you, cover the for south, sure. You one need can at cover least the two, north, without a doubt. You know, you need to be able to get two a kayaker if they're, you know, if God forbid anything actually happens. Right. We look at it more as a safety aspect than hopefully you guys catch all the fish in the world. Sure. Love for it to happen, but I'd much rather everyone go home safe. Right. Um, and for us rather get to you within you know five minutes instead of 20 minutes just because you know you have a guy in boca and we're in pompano right right and then how how important is it or did you find that it was tougher like most of the locals know kind of where they are but like to to have the kayakers like tell you where they are like did they did they like fumble a lot of them just have no clue how deep they are ties and you know a couple of the girls just had no idea where they were, period. Yeah, right. And they'd try and say, oh, we're right off the Brown Building. Well, mm-hmm. guys, there's seven <laughs> Brown Buildings, yeah. depending on where you're looking, or we're right off the pier. Well, there's four there's... piers in our area. Right. right. You know? So just talking to us and giving us as much information as possible, look, we're going to haul ass and we'll get there as quickly as we can, but sure. we don't know where you are. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a, a tough one. huge thing. People, yeah. you know, people will say, like, I found myself doing this in Texas because their coastline is different. It goes east to west or mm-hmm. it goes north to south. So like when I'm looking at the coast or when we're in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. in my brain, because I fish here four days a week, north is that way and south is that way. Yeah, so you like when you up. see the coast of anywhere else, that's what your brain thinks. So you're like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm north XYZ building. But that might be west. If right. You know what I mean? Like if you're used to fishing Pensacola, the coastline is in a different direction. So right. it's, it's how many times have you heard people say we're west of the pier? Like yeah. I've heard it a bunch of times. Plus, there's multiple piers. Yeah, you could yeah. be at if you're west of the pier, pier. You're inland. Yeah, like you're not had, on the water. We've so. had people in the Selfish Smackdown that thought that Deerfield Pier was Pompano Pier. Yep. So we had guys scrambling looking for them to get to these guys with yeah. the Selfish to release them, and then finally we figured out, oh my God, they're at they're at Deerfield. We're so, up here. Yeah. yeah. So our best. Luckily, we have the lighthouse. So that's our best landmark. Sure. So if you can see the lighthouse. You know, you shouldn't be able to sort of right. kind of tell where you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want you can to get see the really far away from the lighthouse, though. I mean, you can't see it from Boca Inlet. No, not at all. And I mean, in, in this tournament, we had a guy that, you know, he caught one fish, got dragged out a couple miles, and then ended up landing another fish and dragged him out another handful of miles. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he was four miles offshore and had no idea where he was. And then mm. on top of his VHF was probably not the best one in the world. <laughs> right. Was, we can only yeah. hear him every Yeah, we can only hear every click. other word. Or, yeah. You know, that's part of just making sure you don't cheap out on the important things. Exactly. We'll make sure that you have a full-on experience because it's great that he caught those fish. Right. But him trying to kayak, you know, four miles in at the end of the day after fishing all day. Oh, sure. Is, it's is taxing. Yeah. 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 It's tough. 
And what, what advice would you give these guys, especially from out of town that are coming here? I mean, would you tell them, you know, fish, like I always tell these guys, fish between the lighthouse and the pier. You got a little box. Like what would you say being out there? I would recommend you stay within view of the lighthouse as a minimum. Um, But do some research before you come here. Don't just show up and think, you know, you're going to run the beach or something like that. Right. Do a little bit of research, find some landmarks, look up what fish are biting where, come up with a game plan. If you can come up with a game plan, say, hey, you know, chase boat, just as a heads up, I'm going to be here and here. I get it. Well, there's a hundred kayakers, but at least if you are going to be one of the few people that tell me where you're going to be, yeah. I can remember that. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And you know, what you guys did out there was awesome. I mean, we, we really appreciated that. And you guys, were, you guys were like a well-oiled machine out there. I mean, it was, uh, usually I get phone calls on the beach and I start stressing out, you know, from some of the boats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this was probably the most calm, I think I've ever had it. You, you always wanted to be where like the only gripe from the guys on the water about the help boats is like, where's the burritos? Right. Like that, if that's the worst of your problems, then you're, you're good to go. You're good to go. Yeah, good like, dude, where's the sandwiches? Right. Like, yeah. That's all you want. To, if they're not around, you want it to be because they're giving other people sandwiches. Right. Right. Like, right. That's the biggest problem. And that's a good thing. Do you guys often go out like as, as a company or do you do like demo boats out? So what we'll do is typically, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> But I'll try and do events throughout the year, like sandbar events. <clears throat> Bless you. Thanks. I'll bring boats out. And, if know. I had any water, like a proper host. <laughs> I earlier, I'm like, hey, Fred, you got some water? From the sink. Yeah. But yeah, we'll try and do events. Um, and I'll bring, like this Sunday, I'll be at Boca Lake from about 10 to 5. I'll have a couple of the Sundance boats there and, you know, We'll just have a big kind of presence. party. We'll just make a presence. Yeah. We'll have some of our new brands there. We'll have a few Everglades there. You know, just kind of be there, giving away some gear and stuff, and have a good time. Cool. cool. Yeah, like I was going to say, because I've been telling Joe this for probably a year, like I want to make a video showing people sort of like the, the landmarks out there. Yeah. Right? Because like if you, if you come from Texas, you don't know, and I think it would be helpful for people to be able to see. But I, I don't want to do it on my kayak because I have like really good camera equipment. I don't want to take it out there, but... We need to get on a boat is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah get no, out there I and, agree. You know, yeah. grab, you know, go from, you know, Boca Inlet to, let's mm-hmm. say, Commercial Pier or something. Because I feel like that is the very extreme. Yeah, I can't. Because I can get back from Boca Inlet, like, easily. Right. But most people can't. But if you're between, like you said, the lighthouse and the and the Commercial Pier. Yeah. You really, you're probably okay because the current's going to push you back. Normally, the current's going to push you back from the Commercial Pier. Right. But – there's these little buildings in between that will help these guys on the help boat know. Oh, 100%. You know, like there's always going to be the parking garage. It looks very distinct. Right. Know? So you know where the pier is, even if you can't really see the pier, because the parking garage looks like it looks. It looks right. like that weird building in Australia, whatever that building is. You know the one? Like? Yeah. looks like shark fins or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's got that weird I think it is like supposed to be like a pompano. Fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Weird. So, like your experience personally, like how long have you fished? Like what have you done? So, I mean, I grew up. I'm from Florida. Grew up fishing from you know the time I could handle a fishing pole. Okay. You know, my dad's been taking us diving and stuff since before I could swim. Joe's been handling a pole a pretty long time too. No, only years though. Nope. No. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I grew up. Any mermaid? Uh, we're about to find out. Oh, yeah. Where is your guy, bro? Oh, yeah. he's he's calling. Is he out on? Is he out on the water? Right uh, oh yeah. So go on. But uh, yeah, just, you know, pretty much grew up like a true Floridian, hitting the Keys, hitting the West Coast. 
Um, went to college at UCF, came back, ran a boat club. Cool. Um, ran a charter fishing company, and I'm selling boats. Awesome, man. So how did you get into Sundance Marine? Um, I actually had a buddy that uh, when I was running a uh, the boat club, okay, he was their delivery captain, and he was getting moved into sales, and he's like, dude, you got to come. It's, you know, a mom and pop shop. It's so much fun. Everybody's laid back. You know, everything's awesome. I don't want to take the pay cut, right. <laughs> uh, but I eventually did, and he suckered me in, and I think I did that for about seven months before they asked me to come into sales. Okay, cool. Um, but it, it's been a blast. Awesome. Very awesome. fortunate. Now, if somebody's interested in going so, to your store, like, yeah. how does this work? I mean, So, our, our main shop is out of uh, here in Pompano, right off 441 in Atlantic. Okay. Um, best way to do it is come in. We've got five stores. We've got about... 82 other sister stores around across the country yeah come in sit down we'll figure out what the right boat is for you most important thing is getting the right boat for you the wrong boat for you for the right price it's still the wrong boat um i come from the service side i'm more than happy to give you as good a deal as they'll physically let me cool but it's more about getting you the right boat the first time so you don't end up with a headache all right tell me about your boats now so we carry everglades which is probably about as high end of a center console as you can get um we also do Tidewater, Sea Fox, Stingray, Ranger, Regal, Cobalt. We carry a, a wide variety of boats that will really fit just about anything anybody wants. Mm-hmm. And then if you have something crazy out there, like I said, we've got 55-plus other stores that I can right. steal their inventory. Cool. Um, and you guys do customized stuff too, don't you? Yeah. So, I mean, if you had a specific – if you wanted an Everglades 243, but you wanted it tricked out your own personal way – we can make orders. Cool. Um, we'll figure something out. Like I said, most important thing is figuring out the boat you want. I can right. Figure something out from there. Awesome. Like a big pilchard tank for him. Yeah. Because he doesn't use gogs. Right. Apparently. Hey, all my monster fish, just about, have been on pilchard. What is that? Because you only fish pilchard? Yes. Probably. 100%. Uh, yeah. Actually, I had fished gogs. My my issue with gogs are two things. One, <laughs> for whatever reason, they don't like me. So whenever I use them. <laughs> They always end up going back underneath my kayak, and it, they just drive me insane. And then with pilchard, I just let them out. They're out there. Boom, I catch a fish. I mean, it's just – for me, it's just easy. I don't know. And then, like – Number two? And then number two, I just – you know, they always uh, just drive me crazy. No. Just, they spike me. Yes. There it is. That's what he was waiting yes. for. That's the yeah. answer he was waiting yeah. for. They fuck me up. <laughs> God's poke him in the finger. Right. Uh, so. But, you know, they are hardy and – you know, I mean, I know they're good bait. Obviously, in the tournaments, we've killed it with them. But I've always been a pilchard guy. It's just, just kind of my thing. So, and how about your fishing story? What's fishing story? I mean, I live bait, troll. I literally do just about anything. Okay. Fishing off the beach, shark fishing. When are we gonna get you in a kayak? You never know. It might be in the next tournament. Oh, no. that'd be awesome. I mean, here's the thing. What I think is awesome about these events as well is that. I think you could see this too. We actually have a lot of guys that fish on boats that switched over and not switched over, but that also mm-hmm. fish in these kayaks just to fish experience. these events. Yeah. yeah. It's just a different experience. So it's cool to see the crossover and it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. And yeah. you've got guys like Benny, you yeah. know, he does charters all the time on his boats and he comes out just for the event and, and fishes it and does. He kills it. Yeah. He does it's really well. Guys who know how to fish, like I think a lot of them find it, but more enjoyable fishing yeah. on a kayak by yourself. Sure. Cause like more if you're, if, if yeah. I'm on the Definitely boat with you, like rewarding. if I'm on your boat with you, like you're going to be so mad at me for being a dummy, 
you know? <laughs> like you never get mad at anyone else for screwing something yeah. up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like always. It's on you. It's Whether on you. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all on you. Yeah. yeah. Talking to some of these guys that have fished the tournament that are boat guys, that's what they said. They yeah. said, you know, if you if you win a big tournament like Jamie's, you know, right, uh, and you're on stage, you're with your whole team, you know, so right. it's kind of like everything's kind of split with everyone. But if you win an extreme tournament, oh, it's yeah. you, you know, you you're won. on stage and you're you're alone, you're the champion. So I mean, a, a lot of guys just love that. So I yeah, think it's, pretty it's cool. completely different feel. Just it's all on you, whether you win or lose. You're the one that prepped your baits. You're the one that did your rods up. You are right. Yeah. The bus stops with you. Now, um, with the sale for SmackDown, and that's not till next year, obviously, but I did want to talk about that. Now, that is obviously a way more challenging event to be a help boat. Now, you haven't been a part of that yet. Hopefully, next year, we'll have you guys for that. Um, but like we talked about with the Summer Slam, we don't hold anyone's fish anymore. So that is really just photos rescue. With the sale for SmackDown, I mean, how would you say it is to be well, – because you've been on that boat Yeah, it's different because – for two reasons. It's also in the winter, so it's going to be a little rougher. Um, Always. And then you have to get there to uh, establish the catch, right? Like you have to verify the catch. Right. Um, even though there's new rules now, that you, you can kind of take your own photos. I don't really suggest you do that. If, right. You know what I mean? Like, no, I agree. Yeah, especially I, I think, yeah, like I think you should call the help boat no matter what and have them verify that you leadered the fish because – Trying to take a photo while you have a, you know, fifty pound fish with a sword on its face, that's stupid. First of all, and then, you know, if you take a photo of that and your timestamp is jacked, you're just gonna you might lose out on five grand because you didn't have the right time in your phone or in your GoPro or whatever, whatever. Oh, oh, wait, we have we have a special guest in here. Oh, baby, Anthony, I'm here. Anthony, it is a pleasure. Um, we're we're almost done talking about this, but just stay on the line because we have a lot to talk about, my friend. A lot. Yeah. So I, I was just saying, like, yeah, I think it's probably the better way to go. Like, um, call the help boat over there. Yeah, let them let them let them verify your catch. Let the, let them take a couple pictures if it makes sense. If if it right. Because you know. yeah. in some cases, it doesn't really make sense to 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 take photos. Obviously, if there's for the tournament, we need them. But yes. if we have a lot. Right. You know, day one, for instance, it's not essential unless the angler really wants it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll we'll talk more about that once that time comes. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for next year for that as well. And, um, man, I can't wait for this next tournament. I mean, um, I'm I'm praying for Monster Wahoo again. Yeah. Three straight years, man. Knock on wood. Big one. We got the moon, you know. We got that dialed in. So we're really hoping that yeah. we can – that you guys can help see some of these yeah. Monster Wahoo. Right. Last year we got a 71-pounder. A 59-pounder, a 37-pounder, a 32-pounder. I mean, it was ridiculous. On the same day. It's the same day. Guys that know how to Sometimes. <laughs> one guy. We got a lot of luck, too. Yeah, one guy was the first guy that caught, like, the 50-pounder. That was completely lost. He had, like, a Walmart set up. And, like, he thought it was a Barracuda. He thought it was a Barracuda. He thought it was a Barracuda. No lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thought it was a Barracuda. He thought it was a Barracuda. Unbelievable. He's like, I was, I'm sort of embarrassed about this, but I didn't know what it was. He's like, I thought it was a barracuda. I guess sometimes it's better be lucky than sure. Hey, in our tournaments, oh, we always have guys that. I would so, uh, all right. Now, I have been communicating with this guy, Anthony, for a while now. As Perfect. you know, we've been talking about it on the past two podcasts. Yep. Um, we wanted to, to dedicate a whole show to it, but he was kind of in and out of doing that. Um, Anthony, you there? I'm here. All right. 
So, Anthony, listen, man, first of all, I really appreciate you calling in. Um, we've been trying to work this out, get this situated for a while. Um, and, man, I, I just – now, I know this will be weird for some people. And before we get into this conversation, I know there's going to be people saying, oh, this is, this is a joke. This, well, is, this well, is not real. This is, you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But let me just – say this before we get into this conversation with Anthony here is this guy does this for, well, it's pretty much part-time, right, Anthony? Yeah. It's not a, you know, it's not a full-time thing. It's just a little, a little side thing. I, I started, okay, but, it, it's, uh, it's been passed down through my family through generations. So, you know, kind of grew up with okay. it. So, so, so before people pass judgment and, well, they don't even know what we're, we guy, don't know what we're talking so that's about. That's what I'm getting let, into. Let him just explain what he does. Okay. Well, I just want to say that first before yeah, 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 all yeah. the backlash. Right. So Anthony, just like explain to people what you actually do and like how long you've been doing it and that kind of stuff. This is Freddie, by the way. Okay. And we right, have John well, here from Sundance Marine as well. Okay, I'm uh, I'm 29 years old, so I've been doing this since you know I can really remember with my with my pa. Uh, I'm from North Carolina, um, so that's where this takes place. Basically, what we're talking about here is what the public would call a mermaid. Uh, we catch mermaids. So let me tell you a little bit about them. First of all, they're not. If you've seen Jurassic Park, you've seen the raptors in the movie, right? They're like six, seven feet tall. It's similar yeah, like to that. They're not. Yeah, they're not that big. They're two feet tall, just like, you know what I mean? And they're just exaggerated. It's the same thing with Hollywood, the mermaids. They're not like life-size people. They're, mm. uh, they're, 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 they're a humanoid fish. Uh, they get about two feet max. So they're small. Um, now, you can only catch these things at night. They're smart. They're super smart. Um, what they, they have a they vicious eat, bite. Like, what is the bait that you guys use? They, we use raw red meats. Uh, and fish. So what I like to do is I go out to the local, you know, food line or buy low and I get uh, ground meat, lean ground meat, and I roll it into mm-hmm. balls and I use a big treble hook. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you, we're, we're mainly out there to catch the females uh, because they're worth more like when they have eggs, especially when they're, you know, pregnant. It's, it's uh, they're great caviar. And like I and said, Anthony, uh, Anthony, more... you were. Anthony, real quick, you you were telling me that the caviar from these female mermaids' eggs um, are are sold are are sold um, throughout the country, and people actually don't know. Like they they pay a high price, but when they're paying a higher dollar price for this type of caviar, even though it's not listed, it's basically almost coming from you. Correct. Correct. From those, you know, it's marketed as Russian caviar or Norwegian, which you know it sells for more, I guess. But it's not coming from Norway or Russia. It's, it's I mean, it's what you would call coming mermaid you. eggs. So your fa- yeah. so your family has been in the business of supplying like um like fish shops with mermaid eggs as and meat, correct? And they're, and they're selling them as Russian caviar. Yeah, that's, so I mean, if you look online, you can see you can find thousand dollar, you know, thousands of dollar cans, little cans of caviar, and it's marketed from you know unique Russia waters or what it's bullshit. It's from it's North Carolina mermaid eggs. Uh, yeah, if you that's guys would call them. It would totally be bullshit if so, they were so Russian. How many mermaids would you say you've caught in like in your lifetime? How many mermaids have you killed? Personally, oh man, 
I used to go, you know, I used to do it more when I had more free time as a kid, but um, shit, hundreds, you know. So, and, so it's like a, so basically it's like going out commercial kingfishing. You just got how many do you get in a night, or you know, like how many do you catch in a night, like six or eight, or it varies. It, it varies in how active, you know, spawning season is, is late spring, so you know, just past. And, uh, you know, that's the best time of the year to go. It's super active. There's, there's tons of them in the water. Um, it just varies. I mean, 10, 10 is a good night. You know, in the spring, you can get up to 25. Uh, but you always usually catch at least one. You know, there's always one. And there's always, and there's different spots. Now, they're freshwater. The more freshwater. I guess they, you, they're brackish because these are, like, there's a couple spots. And some of these spots are mostly freshish, a little bit of maybe brackish, and then some of them are fully fresh water. So, and so, I, the, so I've never sport, caught one in any ocean sort of setting. Right. So so that's what I was going to ask. Like, so, like, the old stories of, like, sailors seeing them all over the place, fake, that's dude. bullshit, right? It's bullshit. Yeah. Because, no, like, I if mean, you're fresh water, like, you're definitely not, like, there's no pirates running around, like, in the 1400s, like, Scoping. Anthony, Anthony, are they spawning in the brackish water? Is that like what's going on there, or or is it they're spawning in the fresh, and they're living in the brackish, like a salmon, sort of. They swim upstream to go have they're, babies or no? They're 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 what they're doing is the lakes I go to they're freshwater only. I never mm. go to any lakes that are brackish during spawning season during late springs because I've always the family has always just done the freshwater thing, you know, in late spring, that's just the biggest harvest. That's where we get the most. Super interesting. Think about it. Think about it like this, though. Like, for someone that's, like, calling bullshit, isn't it interesting, though, that he's talking about, like, freshwater? Yeah. Like, how would you even – you know what I mean? Like, that's – Yeah, when you say mermaid, you think ocean. You think ocean. You think pirates. You think this beautiful hot chick. Now, and this is what I want to really get into, Anthony, with you, because you were telling me when we were talking before you called – um, that you had a night where it was it was a, like a big female you had, and she like lost it at the feed, and she bit what was it your stepfather or something, and just went ape shit, and how dangerous these things can actually be. Yeah, I mean they don't have. If you've ever seen like a, um, they, their teeth are, are like staggered. They're not like shark teeth. They're they're kind of dull and and blunt. But they have a super strong jaw, so when they bite down, they like can rip head. out flesh. Almost kind of like a sheep's head, but they're not like the human teeth. Like sheep's head have those little human teeth. These are more yeah. like sharp. Uh, they're more like blocks that crush and, and tear. Mm. And um, and they hiss. You said right? Yeah, they like. I mean, I I think that's where the spraying water thing comes from. But they like hiss at you when you pull them out. They it sounds like there's water being sprayed, but they're not they're just hissing. And they whip you with their tails. Like, like an iguana, they like super like strong. Yeah, you know, Anthony, they don't have they're, Okay. The, the, yeah, explain the face, what these, with, what these look like, because you were telling me they're more of, okay. like, a creature. They're, they're like a humanoid. Like, they have, like, almost looks like ears, but they're gills behind the back of their head, and they're, they, they have, like, the eyelids that close over, but they can open them underwater so they can see kind of like alligators. And they have like a human-shaped face. It's not a nose, almost like the bottom of a stingray, like an avatar you know, face. Of, sort of. Exactly, like how they kind of how they look, like they're smiling. What do you think they're and smiling? The they're they're tails, you just so think they're, that's they're, and, they're and the way that they're they're like gray up on top, and then they go green towards the bottom, towards their tail. So it's like almost how you see mermaids in the 
you know, how they're wearing like a green dress or whatever, how they look like they're green and they're human up top. That's, that's what they kind of look like. They have a green base and they go up and they become like green towards the top. But you've never seen one with a dress. No, they're, like they're, no, they're, they're nowhere. No, they so, don't wear. Anthony, let me, <laughs> here, let, me ask, let me ask you this. I mean, I had to ask. I know. You know. Let, let me ask you this, though. Do you, do you think that that these creatures are intelligent, or are they just dumb like a fish? They are, I would compare them to, like, crows, maybe, or rats. They're super clever. Like, if, if one gets caught, they know to stay out of that area, you know, you're not going to catch, when I say you're going to catch 25 in a night, that's all night, like, you're not going to catch them all, boom, 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 you're going to have to keep going, you know, they're, they move around, they're smart, uh, but they can't resist the, that meat, you know, they have to, t- they attack the meat, and so if they get it, you get them. How did you figure out to use beef, because it's not like they can eat beef, you know, in fresh water, I, you know what I mean, like, I you would assume... I mean, no, I hear you, I, that's just been the thing for generations, I, I don't, that's a good question, I don't know how they figured out it was like they they've used turkey and, and other things work, but um, beef is just you know beef. that makes sense. I mean, you you catch crabs with chicken, you know. I guess that makes sense. Like so people we, just try whatever they have, I guess, to catch baby mermaids. When what did you guys decide that they were mermaids instead of just like a new different species of fish? I mean, I again. The, I don't call them mermaids. You guys call them mermaids. The public calls them mermaids. You know, Laura oh. calls them mermaids. But this is what, what the mermaid myth is stemming from. I mean, it's, okay, it's, so you what you're saying, this is the closest thing all right. to it. So what you're saying is, like, you guys catch this fish that has historically been mistaken as a mermaid. That's, I mean, yes, because okay, you've never seen you. a mermaid. In this, if, you, if you saw this fish... You'd be like, oh, that's a mermaid. Okay. It makes that okay. That's exactly like I get it. But so, what's your Instagram like? What's your? Do you like blur the background? I don't. I don't post pictures. It's like I said, it's mm-hmm. a side thing, and I don't want it's a family tradition, and I don't want to, gotcha. you know, be the, the millennial asshole who ruins the whole, the whole thing. Let that me ask have, you this, you know, Anthony. Is there any way? Now I know you shot me down on the phone fast when I had this conversation with you, but is there any way that maybe? Uh, in a future episode, we could um, edit in like maybe some photos that you could doctor it or whatever a little bit to blur stuff out. But maybe we can work on something so that it'll help us, you know, to our public kind of explain about these creatures. Yeah, I mean, mermaids. I, I really have to. That's really not my call. I'd have to speak to the family. And, you know. Depends. I don't know. I don't know too much about you guys' show and how big you guys are, but you know, I just uh, I can't have a whole, you know, bunch of news agencies and crazy people coming out and trying to find my, you know, my lakes and my spots. That would be right. Uh, you don't want to blow up the spot. You don't want to blow up the spot for sure. Exactly. You definitely got. You definitely have to like blur the background. Yeah. Now I will say, so Fred is like the biggest devil's advocate. Like I tell him the sky is blue, he says it's purple. And That's not what devil's advocate means. And, I, I don't know. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like he means that I'm first, a, no, but he this means is the that first I'm a, time a I've ever seen Fred like very perplexed. Oh yeah, I'm so. What are you thinking right now? Honestly, no, I think I think you, I think you maybe like didn't explain what he does 
or like you said, oh, well, we have a guy, a we have a guy coming on who catches mermaids, but he's actually not claiming that. He's saying that he's catching a fish that. Yeah, it's not. A, it's like a hybrid. It, it, it's not a fish. You have to. It's okay. okay. You, so now you, we're getting you somewhere. Saw, now, now we're getting somewhere. You would, you, if you saw it, you would say that's that's not a fish. It's definitely not a person, first of all. But it's not just a fish. There's some kind of maybe it's a DNA thing, a splice. I don't know. Maybe it's a scientist scientific okay. thing. Who knows? But if you saw it, let me ask. And then you, do you live near a new? Is this, is this fish a humanoid? Yeah, I would say the humanoid, like, hybrid mix. Okay, well, there you have it. He's the a mermaid. The the fucking mermaid. He's he's like a mermaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so now do you know this? Do you, what do mm-hmm. they smell like? Oh, yeah, what are they? Well, do they smell like fish? fish? Smell. They smell just like fish. Hmm. You touch your hands, and it's the same smell as fish. So they have a slime coat. But they're much, they're, like, muscular, like, beefy. They're small. Do you know anybody small. who... Because you guys catch mostly the females, do you know? Have any of your buddies, you know, I don't know if you guys take people fishing, but I'm surely out of someone in North Carolina, someone's tried to fuck one of those guys. Right? I actually have a guest that just showed up. Can I call you guys back? Yeah, that's no problem. Hey, listen, Anthony, listen, that, that's all we need. Listen, man, I, I really appreciate you, you know, calling in the show. I know this was really hard for me to get you on. And again, I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, and like I said, if there's anything we could do in the future, Anthony, um, you know, we, we want to figure something. Like, out. I, like I want to go fly there and fucking. Catch because, yeah, we want to. We want to figure something out here. 100%. There's got to be a way to get this out there without blowing up your spot. Like we don't want to ruin the. You know, we don't want to ruin the business where you guys are selling Russian caviar to the international markets. He's gone. God damn it. As soon as I asked him, you know why? Him. Because he was really like when you start making fun of him, he really gets pissed. I didn't make fun of him. I asked him. I'm so just saying he got he. Pretty nice about it. I was like extremely nice about it. Right? I know, but I asked him if I think anyone. The dress thing yeah, might have. He, he could sense some of us calling him bullshit. He that guy, for sure, is either like a pathological crazy person. How, how do There's you real mermaids. There are no fucking. I am nope. I am sold on this. He had me on freshwater. He. I lo- he lost me at Freshwater. Yeah, he, he started going. The There's never way off Mark the Twain. At, Mark Twain that never seems wrote. Odd too, though, isn't that kind of like to make that up? The Freshwater thing that would that would be too. Like it, it's easy to make up something saying, "Oh, they're in salt water," and just like what? Well, no shit, they're in salt water. No one's ever claimed to have seen a mermaid in Freshwater ever That's in the history. What makes this weird to yeah. me? No, not weird. Ridiculous. And that they're two feet long. Yeah. And on, they bro. don't have arms. And that they have blocky teeth they that chomp. Teeth that chomp, but also. And you have scared. to snag them with a treble hook full of meatballs. And out of here, bro. <laughs> that was amazing. That was. We need. I mean, we have to figure out a way. We should just go fishing with them. Like, listen, to, dude. To meet this guy. You know how many people fish in North Carolina lakes? Fucking everyone. Yeah. So you know many why don't we have... get someone else on? I mean, would you talk to people from North Carolina lakes? If you're out Maybe there in North sightings. Carolina, if you're out there in North Carolina, you've ever accidentally caught a thing that has blocky, chunky teeth, no arms, no arms, smells like fish, okay. humanoid head. Oh, we should ask if they have boobs. Looks like it's looks like it's wearing a dress. Looks like it's wearing a dress. Like it's wearing a dress. That would have been a perfect question. Forgot to ask him that, man. Oh, that been Damn it, Fred! Freaking dress thing scared him off. Damn it. That would have been a, a perfect question because I don't know. Seat, I don't know. How do you know it's male and female? 
Obviously, one has shells over its tits. <laughs> Duh. The males don't have shells over their tits, bro. The fuck? Oh my god. I can't even believe you. I, dude, this was hard for me. I, I couldn't get him on the show. He was like being like this. He's so serious, though. That's he's what I'm trying to. That's guy. what I was trying to tell you. He didn't sound like he was this bullshitting. This is a joke, dude. Liars are serious when they're right. Lying, though. That's what I mean. This isn't a joke. Like he's, this guy legitimately either believes. I think he just believes it. What he catches is, I mean, he says that he is one of the lead suppliers of caviar across the country, and if you're buying, what was it? He a said? thousand dollar can the of Russian, caviar. Yeah, but how is that possible the, if he's only catching ten yeah. in a night? Well, I, I'm sure it's... That's why it's $1,000, bro. Yeah. Of course. I'm sure it's like a delicacy or... We should buy a can of that, though, somehow. Or get, get a can. DNA and, tested and, it and it's yeah. going to be like a fucking puffer fish from Japan is what it is. It's like, <laughs> it's like the eggs of a regular old salmon. There's got to be a way. I don't know, dude. That was some bullshit. You that don't wasn't believe even... anything. No, dude. I, I could tell that you believe some of it. I was looking at your face and I've never well, seen at, your face. Fresh water. Well, no, like, well, no, what happened was... like. I thought you were saying mermaid, 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 but then I clarified. I was like, it sounded like he wasn't claiming that he was catching mermaids. It sounded like he was claiming that he was just catching this weird fish that if yeah. you saw it, you would be like, oh, well, that's where the story of mermaids come from. You yeah. know? Yeah, I was right there with you. Like, I one. thought that he wasn't claiming that. I thought you set him up for a fucking failure because yeah. what I thought was like, he wasn't claiming that. I thought he was saying like, yeah, dude, this is this weird thing that we catch. And if you ever saw it, like you would think this is the actual creature that the story of mermaids comes from. That's what I thought he was saying. But then he took it a step further and said, no, this is a humanoid hybrid fish. You asked him, you asked him if it was a mermaid. Right. Said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that, I mean, that's how I got the guess. That's where he fucking lost me when he said it. Well, was listen, back. you that's guys, why, that's we want to know what you guys think. We yeah. want you to leave comments below. We want, I mean, if you, if you think it's bullshit, you know, comment it's bullshit. If you think it's real like me, you know, I'd love to hear what you guys think. I, I personally think he hmm. just there's something about him that I believe. I just believe it. <sighs> Joe, Joe, there is Joe, stuff Joe, out Joe. there that we cannot explain in the oceans and lakes. Can 100%. we can we agree to that? 100%. Oh, for sure, but no one's fucking snagging him with but, beef yeah, balls. How do you know, though? With beef balls and trying to hide it. Bro, you're oh, not man, we missed the whole male-female yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a man. big thing. It's a big ocean. But a lake in North Carolina, dude, 150 rednecks a day. Fishing that same shit. There's at least one. We should ask them what lake too. Look, if anyone is fishing those lakes with live bait, what's the biggest lake there? You think North Carolina? Google it. Hey Siri, what's the biggest lake in North Carolina? Let's just see. Does she have a British accent? Yep. Of course she does, bro. Wow. Mine's got an Australian accent. Damn. Lake Kerr, North Carolina. Lake Kerr. Doesn't say anything about mermaids, no. oddly. Well, duh, no shit. Hmm. Yeah, it's Lake Kerr. It's 3,364,500 acre feet. If there's Whoa, mermaid, there you go. See? What are acre feet? It's an acre way. feet, dude. That's It's not 3 million acres. Oh. I don't know what an acre What does that is. mean? I don't know, but it sounds like if there was a freshwater mermaid, it'd be hiding there. Exactly. I mean, I See, don't. See now, know. that's again. Now we're perplexed again. No, I'm, we're not. We are not. A, if there's there's a lake, not, there are two people here who are, are not perplexed lake, at all. If there's a lake that deep, if there's a lake that, and, if there's a lake that's that deep, 
That's not a three million foot deep lake, Maybe dude. It is. Ooh, who knows? God dang it! Your I mean, fish find your nose. What did we? What did fucking eighty feet? What did we learn? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> we already knew there were crazy people. Gonna come down on us. We already knew there were crazy people in this world. Yeah, that does look sketchy. Yeah, that's pretty scary. They have assured me that it's yeah. been that way for years. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm just cracking the roof. <laughs> oh, man, I wish we had him on longer. Man, I, I told you he's well, he's sketchy. That's what I was saying. I was trying yeah. To, that's why I did that whole explanation in the beginning because he is like he is like very serious. Like, I mean I'll try. Well, it's too late now. The show's almost over, but we got to get him back. And we have. I. I. I don't know if maybe I can pay him to not not to like pay him for a couple photos that maybe they don't have to be right on it. I don't know. I believe this guy. I am a believer. Oh God, I have. Did you read the back of our kayak fishing raw T-shirts? No. What does it say? Believe. Hmm. It should just say gullible dummy. <laughs> because that's what you're being right now. I I I'm I mean, what the guy was he, for sure he serious. Legit. He thought he was legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that. convincing. Do you think no, no, that no. he's catching creatures no. of some sort? No. I don't think he no. catches very much on treble hooks and meatballs. No, not at all. Maybe a catfish. Catfish. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Maybe it's a type of catfish. Maybe uh, it is. It maybe if it, it maybe it is. I mean, sir, maybe he's two catching feet a, long, uh, two feet long green back species of catfish that people can't explain. Again, leave your comments below. We want to know what you guys think. Yeah, we do. I think yeah. it's real. I for sure want to know what you think. I so just be warned. I will flame you if you believe the North Carolina guy. <laughs> there will be comments oh that will make you, you, that will make you call the bullying police. I will bully. I, just, I will cyber bully anyone who believes that. I just I'm telling you for right sure. now. We you know we need we need to get guys from North Carolina. Yeah. And talk with them. Okay. 100%. If we can get maybe a guy from North Carolina on the show, and then I, if I can get Anthony back, a fishing guy, a, a charter guy from North Carolina, find, a charter a guy, Lake Kerr fishing guy, find fishing out what's guy. the deepest lake, how big these lakes are, is there a chance where these things maybe could hide in this kind of environment? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's like a private lake on his family's house. property. Maybe. You know what I mean, I mean, what what would you say if we had a, a guide on, right, fishing guide? Excuse me. And he, we start talking about this, and he starts clamming up like him. It says, "I gotta go. I can't talk about this." That'd be a little more believable. A little more. A little more. Little. 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 Let me ask you: Did it? Did it not sound like he was a little scared in the end? No. Like giving like, this information up. It sounded like it he sounded weird. It sounded like he knew that we knew that we were calling him out on his. Yeah, he gets pissed. At, he get yeah. like when I had that conversation, he got all weird. It's like we weren't blatantly like making fun of it, but he could tell we were doing yeah. it sarcastically. Yeah, 100%. which is fine. Well, I should have just called him a crazy person. I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure it's your turn to get the next crazy guest. It is 2018, and there should be a photo of this fucker. Yeah, I mean, there's photos of Bigfoot. You didn't ask him if he had one. He didn't say he didn't have one. He said he doesn't. He said he doesn't post, doesn't post them. He doesn't post them. He didn't say he didn't have them. Well, what's the difference? Pics yeah. or it didn't happen. You know. What did he say again with the whole Instagram thing? He made a comment. He doesn't want to be the millennial that uh, he doesn't want to be. The, like that. He doesn't want to be the millennial that ruins the family business. Yeah, I got you. Like it's been such a secret for so long that they're supplying. Speaking of millennials, no one else in the world knows. Speaking of millennials, real quick, okay. off topic. Mm. So <laughs> on Fox News, <laughs> on Fox News, I recently saw a program. I just want to see what you think, John. Before we yeah. let you go, yeah. I know this has been a crazy show for you. It's been great. I hope that we see you again. <laughs> But okay, so 
um, Fred knows about this. There is a woman claiming that, okay, and she's going to really try to make this law that, do you have a child? I do not. Okay. That if you have a child, you need to get their permission permission to change their diaper. Like if you're going to be touching Or else it would be um, assault. Child abuse. Child Child abuse. abuse. Isn't that unsanitary? To get permission? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want your baby rolling around and shit? I wouldn't. No. I just I, I saw do... this the other day and I just could not believe what I was watching. Maybe you we should get her. Oh yeah, get her number. Yeah, and they could those two crazy could link up and have some crazy kids. That would be pretty unbelievable. That'd be cool. Huh? What do you I, think, Fred? I have, dude, I'm gonna find like I'm gonna find. Fred's some... gonna be on this now. The, 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 the... He's gonna be on a rampage yeah, tonight, the... googling, researching, looking up everything he can to debunk this. And you know what? He's probably gonna find something, mm. and then you're gonna keep it private. You Robert Mueller, you. God dog it. You got me. No, what I'm going to do is try to find a crazier person. Because I have zero. Yeah, you're interest. up. I have Jane and I would do this. We would see who would get the crazier person. Yeah, this is not a true thing. This doesn't work. Again, Anthony, I'm sorry. I'm not calling you crazy. We really want you back on the show. Please don't no, give us a thumb down. I'm calling him crazy. Ooh, he's mad. Um, <laughs> Look, yeah, mad in the mad scientist. He, right. He was born mad. He yeah. Was angry mad. Yeah, he was, he was pretty serious. Serious guy. I can't with this. Shit, dude. Um, so what? What's gonna be your next guess? I'm gonna find something crazier, dude. <laughs> You're not gonna find he, it. He found a guy Shit. that like kills. I found some crazy stuff. He found a guy, a guy from Transylvania. Yeah. That said that the mermaids kill the the again, Russian Again, this could spies. be the same species. No, that was saltwater. Yeah, it was saltwater, but does those ones have arms? Yeah. Yes, they would gra- literally grab these guys. They would yeah. be on their kayaks, like going through these areas in Transylvania, and these. Things would come up and grab them and eat them. They disappear, mm. and it's Russian. a thing. It's a I'm real Russian thing, right over there. And then we had Jay with the pterodactyl legs, mm. saying that there is real life pterodactyls. Well, so I lo- I'm gonna find. I'd someone. love to see what you got. I'll find someone with Instagram and Facebook. You can find anyone I'm you find want. I'm gonna find someone, dude, for sure. But you got to surprise this me. This guy the other know. day, the the other day he sends me this video. He's like, bro, what the? He's like, look at this UFO. You sends me a video. Send me a video. Look at this UFO. Everybody thought it was a UFO. Two seconds. I sent him back an article. It's like the fucking rover SpaceX thing that landed the other day. He's like, dude, I'm t- I told you they're real. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag. Like, God damn it. Yeah. I was so excited. He was so pumped. It was at like four in the morning, and yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what's He's this? Like, dude, I'm sitting in my oh truck my right now. What is this thing? Why is it yeah, going I'm filming down? it. Why is it going below like, the trees? Oh my God. Why is it going below the trees? God dog it, bro. Hey. It wasn't it was a, a good try, though. It wasn't a plane, Look, so I made his I almost had it. I mean, and it was on the news, by the way. So a lot of people, was on the news. Well, a lot of people thought it was a UFO. I am going to find a UFO. Film. I mean, it was a UFO. Just a UFO Basically, scene. it was a UFO. See? John's correct. Yeah, but the guy who was flying it knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't from... <laughs> he wasn't from anywhere. But I, don't think any, I don't think anyone was flying it, he sir. It was a rocket. Could have been. Yes. I got I to gotta find out what's up with those lakes. All right, well, listen, guys, we love you. Uh, we're going to do a lot of research, and uh, you can find John here at Sundance Marine, Pompano. Awesome. And then ask him what his uh, Instagram is. Yeah, what is your Instagram? He has to look it up. C A P T J. I had trouble with this. C A P dot J dot. C A P T cap J, letter J dot. F as in Frank, Jesus. O as in Oscar, L as in Lima, Z as in Zero. We had to go through this about ten times. <laughs> oh, the show you got that? 
Right. And then you can find Freddie at Pedal Pirate. I actually just opened my uh, personal Instagram, so you can find me at joe.hector.kayak. A lot of dots there. And then, all, of course, guys, find us at Extreme Kayak Fishing. You can go to extremekayakfishing.com. You can listen to these podcasts, Kayak Fishing Raw, at Kayak Fishing Raw, hashtag Kayak Fishing Raw. We'll see you guys soon. Later, skaters.